Something that I love about working one-on-one with moms specifically, but families in general, is that I'm always reminded of the things I don't know until I know you don't know them. And one of the things that came up recently in one of the families that I'm currently working with is we've been working through her daughter's constipation. As this mom and I discussed some of the first-line defenses to help manage her daughter's constipation, one of the things that then came up was conversation over whether or not a constipation smoothie would be something that would be well-received and well-tolerated by her daughter. And so that's really where we're going to focus in today is on some of the ingredients from that constipation smoothie and some of the experiences that I saw that mom face in terms of what these items are, how to find them in this store, and ultimately how to make this new option in her family's you know, diet and rotation be a little less overwhelming to both crew the items for, but also offer to her child. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and welcome to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. One of the things that has come up with her daughter's constipation is a constipation smoothie and kind of seeing if that was a good tactic that would work for her daughter. It wasn't something that actually was well-received by her daughter. And so she and I kind of navigate that territory. But that's also part of the reason why I felt like it was important to do an episode like this and actually start doing a series like this that I've been wanting to start for a while. But I would just love to pretend that we're going to the grocery store together and for it to feel like we were shopping together. Because this mom specifically had some challenges finding some of the ingredients. And even though I had coached her through some of the ingredients, as you'll hear from just some of the interactions, you know, I'm going to keep it anonymous, of course, but I think some of the challenges that she faced are very similar to some of the challenges that I know you all face, particularly when you're introducing new ingredients or trying to incorporate new foods into your family's diet. It can feel overwhelming as a parent and as an adult to even find some of these products at the store. It can feel like a real financial burden to invest in some of these items when you don't even know if your child is going to be willing to eat them or not. And just some of the questions that, again, I don't necessarily always know come up for parents because as a mom of three and as a registered dietitian, some of the things that come naturally and easily to me, I overlook in remembering that's not natural and easy for everyone to come up with on their own. So if you have questions about a product or something that you see while you're in the store that you don't know what it means, a marketing claim that you don't know how to interpret, a product that you want to find maybe a nourishing or more natural alternative for, but you're just kind of stuck, or maybe your child has a favorite product that you've been wanting to replace with something else, but you're not sure how to navigate that and you're not sure which options on the market are maybe even more well-received by kids, more nutritionally dense, cost-effective, all the questions that can come up that if I were in your back pocket while we were at the grocery store, you could ask me. So as always, you can scroll down to the show notes and go to veggiesandvirtue.com ask to leave me a voice memo, or you can also book one-on-one sessions with me there if you want to kind of dive into this a little bit more deeply. As I said, with this mom, we've been working on different challenges in her family, one of which being her daughter's constipation. And with that, you know, we're able to take a deeper dive. 
but you can find out more about my services and packages there in the link below or at veggiesandvirtue.com slash work with me. So with that all to say, the context of this Shop With Me series episode is going to be talking about some of the ingredients that this mom needed to find for a particular constipation smoothie that we wanted to try with her daughter. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the, all the ins and outs of treating and managing constipation right now. That would be at least an episode in and of itself. But for the context of today's episode is I want to go through some of the ingredients that this recipe included and how I navigated this mom through the store to be able to find options that were accessible and ultimately a good idea for her to purchase when we didn't necessarily know how her daughter would take to this particular smoothie. So as I highlight some of the ingredients that came up for discussion with this specific mom in our one-on-one session, I want to identify some of the nutritional related goals to it because again, some of these foods are just nutritional powerhouses that I think make great pantry stables, whether you have to keep them in your fridge, your freezer, or your pantry. The ones particularly that we're talking about in today's episode, I think holistically can be used in a lot of homes, not just those who are maybe managing constipation. However, you'll also hear me talk about how we want to narrow in on what is our goal. Or if you're a member of the Mealtimes Made Easy method, you know that I talk about this in depth because it helps us to narrow out some of the noise that we hear in the nutrition world and to kind of quiet some of the competing messages and to really hone in on what is important to our child and or to our family right now so that we can more clearly identify what product is going to help us achieve that goal either fastest or or most effectively. So we're gonna talk about that today with some of the ingredients that come up in the context of the goal being we are trying to be working towards resolving this child's constipation issues. Additionally, I wanna kinda help you just understand how do you navigate the aisles of the store so that you can shop more efficiently. Now, as I mentioned in the introduction, I'm not going into all the ins and outs of constipation. And if you or your child struggles with constipation, this is not intended to be medical advice. However, I want to help you understand how to shop for some of the ingredients that came up when this particular family and I were talking about how to potentially utilize something like a constipation smoothie to help manage her daughter's constipation. And so some of the ingredients that came up that just from working with this family, I knew that she was probably one, not very familiar with, but two, didn't already have in her home were these three ingredients. The first of which is full fat kefir. If you follow me on social media, or have been around my community for a long time, you know that I'm a huge fan of kefir and I'll get into some of the details why in just a minute. But the second ingredient is chia seeds and the third ingredient is coconut oil. So again, these are three things that as a dietitian mom, I like having on hand in my home at all points in times. So if you're looking to, you know, something I talk about in the first phase of Mealtimes Made Easy method is resetting your kitchen so that you are fully stocked and supported. This doesn't mean that you have to do a complete overhaul. You know, you can use a lot of the existing ingredients you already have on hand when you're resetting your home to set up some of those systems and strategies that are gonna support you in feeding your family better. However, if you're looking to restock and you're looking to invest in some new ingredients, that's where I want this episode to really come in and kind of take you through the aisles to better understand where to find them and why you would even want to buy these three things specifically out of this constipation smoothie that I talked about with a client. So the first of which that I wanna talk about is kefir. You all have probably seen me share this with my kids. Oh, I can't even count how many times because it is an item that is constantly in our fridge. 
So if you're not familiar, kefir, it's spelled K-E-F-I-R. You might have seen it before. Usually you will find it in the yogurt section. It'll normally be like on the bottom row. You know, you'll have all the little yogurt containers and then they'll have the larger like quart-sized yogurt containers. And then along the bottom, they'll usually have these bottles of kefir. There's a variety of different brands that are usually available. They have them in dairy-based and dairy-free alternative options, depending on what your family's needs are. But you'll find kefir in the yogurt section of the store if you're looking for it. Something I do within my home is often buy a plain and buy a flavored and then mix them half and half. When my kids were younger, I could get away with just offering the unsweetened, but as they've gotten older, they know that we're gonna mix them half and half just to kind of dilute the more sweetened version because it does have additional sugar that's been added. This is a really quick, efficient option to have as a snack, as a really quick breakfast, but it also can be really helpful in things like constipation smoothies if that's something like this family that I was working with was trying to create. So if you're familiar with traditional yogurt or Greek yogurt, you know that oftentimes it's talked about in the context of probiotics or kind of that good bacteria that we can give our gut to promote gut health. And so kefir is very similar in that it's a cultured milk drink. So instead of a cultured milk product like a yogurt that you'd eat with a spoon, it is more of a yogurt-like beverage, but it's also going to contain that biodiversity of probiotics or the you know live and active cultures that you often see written on the packaging of a yogurt container. But one of the benefits of kefir over yogurt is that it tends to have much higher probiotic counts as well as a greater diversity of the bacterial strain. So here, one of the differences is because of the presence of yeast in the fermentation process from kefir grains, that's one of kind of the process-oriented differences that makes kefir different from yogurt. When we look at some of the nutritional differences, specifically when we're talking about gut health, and in the context of this, this constipation smoothie recipe, we're looking at the amount of live and active cultures that are present in kefir to help support gut health versus that that might be in something like yogurt. So yogurt could be an okay alternative and will still give some of the different strains. However, when we're looking at something like kefir, we're getting upwards of 12 different strains of live and active cultures and 20 to 30 billion colony forming units or those CFUs. And so yogurt can be a good alternative or if you're at home and you're just trying to support gut health right now and you already have yogurt on hand, that can be a great option. But if you wanna be maximizing the live and active cultures that you're exposing your and your family's gut to, we know that the type of bacteria that's found in yogurt tends to pass through the digestive tract where the bacteria that's found in something like kefir tends to colonize the digestive tract better. So when you think of the population of the bacteria in the gut, we're looking at colonizing the gut with as much of these good bacteria as we can. And kefir can be something that really helps support that. And with kids, I find that kefir tends to be extremely well-received. It's very creamy. It is rather tart on its own, which is why, as I mentioned, in our family, we tend to do half and half. But it's something that can be a great addition, especially to something like a smoothie, particularly if you're looking at a smoothie that circles back to that initial topic that we talked about, about your nutrition goal, if your goal is to help support gut health or manage constipation. So moving right along, the second ingredient that I wanted to mention was chia seeds. And this is probably the one that made me realize that I really did need to get started on this series of episodes is because in my notes to this specific client, I had walked her through where to find kefir, knowing that it was going to be a new ingredient to her, wanting her to not feel overwhelmed in the store and make sure she felt supported so she knew exactly where to go. However, when it came to chia seeds, 
she had shared how she's a resident in the state of Texas and she had planned to go to HEB or Walmart that day to get the ingredients that she felt like she needed based off some of the things we had talked about in supporting her daughter's gut health. However, this specific day, because a storm was hitting, she needed to go kind of just to the local store. And as we all know, with some of these smaller stores that unless it's a boutique store, but it's rather, you know, the local ones, as I've mentioned before, I don't live within 20, 25 minutes of a full-size grocery store. So I know that if I went to one of my local markets, they're not going to have chia seeds. They're not going to have kefir either, but she was able to find a yogurt alternative. And that's what she chose to do for that first time. And then until she could access the kefir, but when she was looking for chia seeds, she couldn't find them anywhere. And so this is where it came down to me thinking about helping you understand how to find things like chia seeds. It might also be hemp hearts or flax seeds. Some of these seeds, they tend to all reside in similar areas of the store. And for some of their nutritional purpose, they can have similar nutritional profiles. But for the context of this constipation smoothie, I thought the best option would be chia seeds. And so the mom's question was that she couldn't find chia seeds, but she got quinoa instead. And depending on how familiar you are with different these different ingredients, you'll know that quinoa and chia seeds are not going to be a one-to-one exchange. They both are wonderful things to have in your pantry and wonderful things to include in your family's diet. But what I didn't want was for her to go put dry quinoa into a smoothie in the same measurement as chia seeds, knowing that that would not probably taste very good or necessarily have the nutritional benefits that we were looking for. So here, what I was looking for is the chia seeds are high in soluble fiber. So what that means is it helps to soften the stools. If you can think of like a hard, what you kind of anticipate a stool to be like when a child is constipated versus a softer stool that's easier for a child to pass, we wanna be promoting foods that are high in soluble fiber like chia seeds. Now, something like quinoa can be a great option for offering fiber intake in the diet. However, outside of just them not being a one-to-one exchange and how they're prepared and how they taste and how they're used in something like a smoothie, you don't wanna go put raw quinoa in a blender. At least I haven't ever tried it in all the smoothie creations I've done. I have actually blended cooked quinoa before, but what I'm getting to here is that when we talk about the insoluble fiber of things found in whole grains like a quinoa, it can be really helpful for adding bulk to the stool and helping kids to pass stools, but it's not going to provide the same impact as something like the soluble fiber will in softening the stools from something like chia seeds. So beyond the nutrition, in terms of finding items like a chia seed, something I want to help you consider thinking about, especially if you're looking to incorporate new ingredients into your home and your family's diet, is I know the overwhelm and expense it can sometimes feel like with adding these new things. And so some of the most cost-effective ways to incorporate ingredients like chia seeds, the same would also be true for things like hemp hearts or flax seeds, is to consider, do you even know that anyone in your family will eat it first? Because if you go out and buy something like chia seeds, and then no one in the family will eat the constipation smoothie or chia pudding or whatever you, you know, chia jam, whatever you're trying to incorporate it in, you might have a lot of chia seeds on hand and then it can kind of negatively reinforce the process of, see, this is why I don't buy new healthy foods because no one, you know, we can just kind of get in this negative like spiral of thinking. So some of the things I want you to walk away with today is thinking about if you need to find chia seeds, you know, where do you find them in the store and where are some of the most cost-effective places to get them so you're not buying in excess, but you're also not spending an unnecessary expense on more than you need. So first and foremost, if you have a store that has a bulk section, this can be a great place 
to buy it. Just the way if you only needed a small amount of you know herbs or spices and you had access to that in a bulk section and you could buy as little as like one or two ounces, it's much more cost-effective than buying like a large container of those spices. The same would be true with something like a chia seed. You can buy them in the bulk section often and you can just buy you know, maybe like a quarter cup or a half a cup. Because again, if you didn't go out of your way to go to this store to buy this item, but it was, you know, a store that you already shop at that has this bulk offering, you can go buy a really small portion of something like a chia seed and then take it home for proof of concept before, you know, you're spending several dollars upwards of, you know, 10 plus dollars for a package of one of these specialty food products. So I would encourage you to look for chia seeds in a bulk section first and foremost. That's going to be your most cost-effective route. Next, store brands of chia seeds tend to be fine. I don't tend to be too bougie with my ingredients. I know that there's a million fabulous ways to source foods. As I've mentioned before, where I live, that's just not realistic. You know, it's going to take me 30 minutes to get to a Whole Foods. So you're not going to hear me recommend a lot of products or brands that I can only access at a Whole Foods or online with a specialty store. They might be the ideally sourced or, you know, locally owned or aspects that can make really good, high quality companies. However, that's not always realistic. So if you're at Target, you can buy store brand Good and Gather Target brand chia seeds. They're going to be half the price. It's going to be a smaller bag, which again, reinforcing the concept that I said before, start with a smaller amount until you know if and how often you're going to use them, but it's going to be half the price that you may pay for, you know, some of the other more name brand products. So when you're looking in the store for something like a chia seed, you're going to often find them in the organic food section. So most major grocery stores or even smaller local grocery stores that has a more natural food section or organic food section, often this is kind of near where like the gluten-free foods aisle might be, you'll find things like chia seeds there. Third and final ingredient that I want to talk about just real quick is something like coconut oil. Coconut oil can be a great option to have in your home in general as just a way to diversify some of the oils that you use when cooking and baking for your family. However, coconut oil may also help with easing constipation. So while the research on the medium chain fatty acids in coconut oil is still developing and still kind of becoming more conclusive about exactly what it is about coconut oil that can aid in constipation. We know that just like the fiber in the chia seeds can help ease aspects of constipation, we also know that the medium chain fatty acids in things like coconut oil can help to stimulate bowel movements and thus help a child who is constipated. So buying something like a virgin coconut oil, or you might also see one that's labeled unrefined coconut oil on the label, can be a great option to also shop for. Coconut oil you're going to find with most of the other oils in the store, you know, where you'd find the canola oil, olive oil, avocado oil, any of those choices, that is usually where you'll find coconut oil. Now you might notice when you find it, it's usually at a solid state at room temperature. That's just because of the nature of saturated and unsaturated fats. The unsaturated fats of things like a canola oil or an avocado oil or olive oil are going to keep it liquid at room temperature where the saturated fats in something like say a butter or a coconut oil are going to be hard and in a non-liquid state at room temperature. So when you buy it at the store, just know that's totally normal. So even though the research is still developing in that and it's more anecdotally right now that myself and other healthcare professionals see coconut oil aiding in constipation, that might be a product that you wanna look for. 
I hope that today's Shop With Me episode is a fun new series that you'll be excited for each month and that you'll find some value in so that you feel more empowered and equipped when you go to the grocery store so you don't feel like you're left guessing which items might add some nutritional benefits to your family's diet, but also just ways to get increased variety and help with some of the nutrition challenges that your family might be facing similar to things like constipation. So if you have a specific ask that you want me to cover on an upcoming Shop With Me series episode, please go to veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash ask and leave me a voice note there. I'd be happy to answer it on an upcoming call or scroll down and look at the show notes and book a one-on-one with me so that we can talk through this more specifically to help you find foods that are going to support your family's nutritional goals more cost-effectively and more efficiently. I love getting to work privately and one-on-one with families and I would love to serve you and your family in that way as well.